Welcome to Pioneer People. We're your hosts, Peter and Sarah Joy. We all know pioneering is hard work. You're starting something new, you're going places that no one has gone before, and you're leading the way because you know the future can be great. But it can also be lonely, discouraging, even exhausting. And that's why we're here. Pioneer People is your community to learn together so we can keep taking on the future. Let's get into today's conversation. Hey friends, Peter and Sarah Joy here. What's up? Great to uh, be in this Airbnb with you. (laughs) Yeah, we are on a trip right now and decided now is a great time to do a podcast episode. The place we're in um, actually has like an extra room, I guess, like for the kiddos or something. So it has like bunk beds, but it's kind of like just basically a big closet. (laughs) It's pretty cool. It seemed pretty ideal. It's like a basement We saw this and we said, isn't this ideal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So ideal. I mean, we were like... (laughs) Let's uh, do that pioneer people thing here. Yeah. So I think the first conversation we wanted to strike in on is... It's a hot one. Yeah. No, this is a big deal. I mean, I think we've both lived through it. Yeah. And now we have stories to tell. We've died through it. We're here to tell the story. We're here. We're coming back stronger than ever. <laughs> um, but how, how do you actually avoid that universal mistake that entrepreneurs can make and it's not taking yourself seriously when you're getting started i mean is that us or do you think that's everybody oh i think that's everybody i agree (laughs) i think everybody that i talk to um i don't know if it's just maybe our you know millennials gen z um we're definitely more of an entrepreneurial type of people so i think everybody has their own quote-unquote side hustle or dream or whatever So we're all trying to make those happen. So it feels like everybody that we're friends with or everybody that we're talking to is trying to start something from scratch. And um, it just seems to be a common thread to um, have kind of the same pitfalls at the beginning. And so we've put together some thoughts, some ideas, some been there, done that's, and we want to share them with you today. Absolutely. So tell us. Where did you get started and where are you now? Your your projects. Um, okay. So, yeah, I mean, it was a long time coming. I definitely tried to have a blog. I had like several renditions of the blog. Um, I don't even know where it was. It was on like, it was like something.wordpress.com at first. And then I don't even know where it is. It probably still exists because I don't even think I knew how to take it down. I maybe did like one post of like, before and after of a room (laughs) and then I got a another website that I don't think I did anything with I really can't remember it was called make it pretty um (laughs) and so that was my second go at it um but also I was I was definitely working a more than full-time job and um that was consuming a lot of my time and energy so I didn't really fully launch um my blog I guess it started as just a blog but the the sense of it was to become a business you know but um didn't really launch my own platform until right after we got married. So, um, that fall, I, no, that's spring. I launched pretty fast. (laughs) We got married in February. I think I launched it in May. Um, so staredroid.tv, um, that's where that came about. And it's funny because I just started as a blog and, um, it it was a blog and then it was a blog in a shop and I didn't start making videos, which was like the .tv part literally until I think this year. So Mm -hmm. I like barely started in 2020, but, um, 
so people are like, why is the dot TV? I'm like, cause I'm going to make videos, but, but I just don't yet. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think I it makes, think it makes can, more sense now. You can do more videos and the videos you're making are amazing. Thank you. And I think, I mean, the sky's the limit. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. What about you? So I started with a blog as well and sharing my passion. It was uh, funny. I remember when I first met you ish, um, you would talk about blogging mm-hmm. and I was like, man, where's this blog? Like, where's he blogging all the time? Yeah. And you, I found out that you would actually call writing in your Evernote blogging, yeah. but nobody would see it. Yeah. <laughs> so you were just like emailing yourself. I no. So I've been journaling a long time. You would just call it blogging. And oh, yeah, I wrote a blog about that. Well, I'm like, where is it? How, how, are you getting a lot of hits on it? or where? No, I, I was really. I thought he was like a blogger. And then I was like, wait, I can't find them. Yeah. Yeah, I've been journaling a long time. And then I put it on a website that I didn't tell anyone about. <laughs> and and then started to share it a little bit more. Uh, and then recently it's. Blossomed turned into <laughs> a video podcast yeah on youtube and yeah. it, that's been a lot of fun to uh, share self-leadership the, the big idea is pioneering i think launching leading well starting stuff you know having the the courage having the initiative that that that's the idea that inspires me mm-hmm. and then i think that just kind of went into every everything else mm-hmm. so so anyway those are our two, um, I guess it's probably a summary of the past four or five years. Probably longer if you count in all of the false starts. <laughs> but um, at least, you know, the past few years, um, the journey we've been on to kind of get these things that we see so clearly inside our minds, like out into the world and trying to do that while having a job, trying to do that while keeping up with everything else that's going on in life. You know, it is a struggle. Um and it doesn't mean you can't do it <laughs> and it doesn't mean you can't be successful. It doesn't mean it always has to be hard. It just, it's going to take some, uh, serious intention, um, in order to get past it. So, yeah. And I think we are multi passionate people mm-hmm. and that's cool because mm-hmm. that's part of what makes you unique is that you've got that combination yeah. of passions and strengths that other people don't have. Yeah. And so you've got to lean into that and, find spaces where those different passions can come out yeah you know and serve and contribute yeah okay so if we're talking about the mistakes that people make from for not taking themselves seriously um would it help to just like maybe springboard a few like you know popcorn a few off of each other yeah um of ones that we think that people make some different mistakes sure I guess, that we go make. for it um you want me to go first yeah okay <laughs> Um, okay, so I would say one mistake in not taking yourself seriously is not investing in yourself or not investing in your business. What do you think? I totally agree. Yeah. I would just say, first of all, like probably not investing in your business. Like you think you, you think somehow that you have to like make money first in order to spend money <laughs> on your business. Well, I'm not saying to just like go in the hole doing all the things. You shouldn't think twice about really – thinking of yourself as a legitimate business or a legitimate um, company or a legitimate project to invest some real dollars into. And um, it doesn't necessarily have to be like product on the shelves. Um, It doesn't have to be inventory, but it could be some digital real estate, you know, buying some domains or 
um, paying some dollars for marketing or paying somebody to get you a really legit looking logo. (laughs) Um, I think that's probably one of the first steps is to um, believe in yourself enough to put money into it and don't like that's the that's the thing that makes it different from a hobby. Yeah. You know, and you really have to uh, put your intention out there, to be, even like as far as taxes go. You got to decide up front, OK, this is not a hobby. This is going to be I'm, like I'm going to make more than, you know, X amount a year to hit this threshold. And I'm actually going to use like business write offs and keep track of it, you know, uh, throughout the year. Um, because it's not just something that I'm doing for fun. This is something that I'm doing as a business. Yeah, I think it moves from hobby to hustle, you know, and then hustle to helping. And when you make that jump into helping other people, serving other people, getting results for other people, um, it's time to be professional about it. And when I was getting research in I was looking for results in my own self-leadership and my own leadership in general um, that that became the launch pad for the coaching that I get to do now mm-hmm. but there was definitely kind of an on off switch mm-hmm. where it was like no game on I am being intentional about telling other people what I do mm-hmm. and the results I can help them get Mm -hmm. and I think we feel this pressure to like go global you know we think professional means now I'm gonna like have this massive marketing launch Mm -hmm. and really professional just means you are going to intentionally get results for a few people at a time and if you can communicate that it, it's not about the volume or the size mm-hmm. yet. It's about being intentional with that one-on-one conversation. And it's about being professional, you know, with the 10 leads you do have, the 10 opportunities you do get. And, you know, let those 10 people know that you are a serious results-oriented provider. That's good. Did you have like a, a second mistake you want to throw out there that you think people are making? I think trying to do so much incognito uh, really slowed down the progress of, of this project. Okay, what do you mean? I was trying to learn underground so that way I would just show up this success. Mm-hmm. And I think people really appreciate the the journey yeah, and they want to see those different iterations. Yeah, that's true. That you're going on. And (laughs) it's much easier when you just have this rolling conversation with a few friends or even with, you know, your social media Mm -hmm. uh, friends and you just tell them I'm working on this project and it's going great. Or I'm, I'm starting this new thing and I'm going to try it and see what happens. Yeah. Instead of like this pressure to now make that your, you know, your icon, your identity. Yeah. I am this person now. I'm like all in on this thing. And I don't think you have to do that. Man, that's so good. I remember thinking that, you know, just facing this some somehow this pressure. I don't know if it's like just called 
perfectionism for some people, but um, just this pressure to have everything ready and everything sorted out before I even launched my website. Like before I even told people that SarahJoy.tv was live, I felt like it had to be perfect. And I remember just telling myself, no, it's more important to just get it out there. Like it's more important to launch it even if it's messy um, or even if it's not all put together yet or not figured out yet. Um, The value is on starting it as soon as possible and not on getting it perfect before you launch. And while I have heard like literally just, I've heard literally one success story about somebody who like yeah researched YouTube like so hard for years sure. and then she showed up and like went viral on her first video and like continued it. But that is the only time I've heard that. I mean, you may not <laughs> want to do it for a long yeah. time. You you may yeah. like get into this and then oh my gosh. realize. Yeah. Ideas expire. Yeah, ideas totally expire. And Again, I think so much of entrepreneurship is like personal, right? You're putting your own time, your own money, your own effort into this. And so you can get this false sense of identity based on all the things you're trying and applying. Mm -hmm. And I would just take all that pressure off. Mm -hmm. And again, I'll just try this point one more time and see if it sticks. But if you are getting results for one other person, you can be professional. That's so good. And it's not about your visibility. It's not about, you know, your new identity. Mm -hmm. It's about getting results for a handful of people and then figuring out how you're going to get those results at scale. Yeah. Yeah. That's super good. Okay, my next uh, mistake that I want to volunteer out here is the mistake of not showing up for work. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't think if you've just That's launched it. if you've just launched something, you're probably not there. You're probably like, no, I show up all the time. Um, but there is like this lull, or yeah. it can happen in multiple ways. Um, so it could be you pushed really, really hard on a big launch. Yep. And you feel like, I'm good. I can take a break now. <laughs> and you leave it to rot. Or uh, it's discouragement. And then you stay away because you're discouraged that more people aren't showing up or aren't getting excited or aren't um, taking what you have to offer seriously. And then there is some discouragement that makes you, you know, not want to show up for the thing that's failing in your mind. Um And then I feel like the longer that you wait, there's more and more shame around it. Yeah. Because you feel guilty about not doing the things that you intended to do. And you've let yourself down, you know, in some ways, because it's supposed to be like things aren't how they're supposed to be. And you've had all these ideas and now you're seeing other people blog about it and other people talk about it and other people start their business. And you're upset because... Um, you had that idea first and you were going to do it. You just didn't get around to it in time. Yeah, that's it. And there's just, I mean, yeah, if I had to put a word to it, it is like shame. It's like I meant, like I wanted to blog every single week for a year, but I didn't do it. And now I'm like so upset with myself. But like I was busy, but like I'm just... You know, I'm just ashamed of my website or I'm mm-hmm. I'm ashamed of my blog or I'm ashamed of my YouTube channel or, you know, maybe it's something completely different. But there's some kind of like shame of um, something 
you know, something happened to where maybe life got crazy, maybe you got discouraged, or maybe you, you know, again, did this really big work up front and then you, you know, just took a little break and then never came back. But something happened in the beginning to kind of uh, jolt your focus away from what you just started. And then it's really hard to get back into it. So I would say like, that is a mistake that a lot of people make is that they start something and then they don't show up to work <laughs> for it every single day. And I mean, if we were talking about like a, an actual job, like you go to your job, whether you feel like it or not, you could be completely uninspired. You could, you know, not, not, you could wake up exhausted. You know what I mean? I'm not saying go to work sick because that's, that's a no, no these days. <laughs> but um, if you wake up and you're just like exhausted, you're not feeling it. You sneezed, you know, 80 times on the way to work because of the sunlight and not, not, you know, not because of anything else. Um, and it's just zapping your energy. You like knock something over on the counter on your way out and, you know, you didn't get your hair all the way dry and you still have to show up. <laughs> You know, like there's just a, a level of having to show up. Um, and I think, I don't know, I'm just kind of going on and on about this. But I think for it's a really lot of good. people who are creative, um, you just wait for the creativity to strike. And you think that's legal when you are in a creative business. But um, you just have to realize you still have to show up. Whether you whether you want to or not, there is work that has to get done. Totally. And it's a muscle that you build up over time. I think we were just talking about that. Maybe you can speak to it a little more mm -hmm. in, um, in like, if you're a writer, you know, yep. showing up to write. Um, what do yeah, you know about you, that? Yeah. I mean, you can try to set a quota word count, how much you're going to write, but it's more important just to show up again and again. I think this would apply to a lot of things we do in life. Oh, yeah. It's, like working out. I mean, this is habit building <laughs> in a lot of ways and your, your business dream is going to become a habit mm -hmm. it's going to take work and it's going to be worth it in the end mm -hmm. so you just got, have to have that marathon mindset and put in the work keep yeah. showing up i think scheduling is a big part of this mm -hmm. it's very practical it's boring it's tedious but you start taking yourself more seriously when there is dedicated real estate on your calendar mm -hmm. To work on this stuff and instead man that's a whole other conversation like, but that's really good if you if you have more of a hobbyist mindset mm -hmm. or more of an amateur approach mm -hmm. you're going to do it when it feels fun but when you're disciplined and you're committed it's going to have a dedicated space in your week and probably multiple times in your week and even if you can't do it, you know, during work hours or you're you're really feeling strapped down by a lot of responsibilities, that's okay. But you can still plan on, hey, one weekend a month, I always show up to do this project. Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter what the frequency is. You just want to go for consistency. Yeah, that's really good. I was going to start with a, or contribute another mistake here, which is um, trying to launch to like an anonymous group <laughs> instead of launching to specific people. Yeah. And I think we just assume that we're going to jump on all of these social platforms and we're just going to tell the world 
you know, that we're now open for business. We're now going to do something and they're all going to come flooding in kind of that build it and they will come mentality. Mm -hmm. And you have to be a little more uh, intentional about Mm -hmm. initiating specific people, you know, and reach out to the people that would actually benefit and Mm -hmm. value what you're working on. And again, there's there's a lot of value in learning uh, one case study at a time and starting small and getting results. And it just takes the pressure again off of trying to build a persona for yourself that like now you're this new icon. I, I just don't think we have to be icons yeah. to get results and to launch really cool things because it might be seasonal. Um, it might just be for a season in your life, or it may be part of a bigger multi-passion based plan. And you're a professional the day you get results for one other person. Even if it's yourself, right? I mean, you need to be proof of concept. Um, but I would say you're professional when you can serve someone else. To kind of uh, piggyback off of what you said, I don't think this is quite the same thing, but um, I think a rookie mistake that a lot of people make is trying to appeal to everyone. And that is impossible and it won't happen. I'll just like use myself as the example. When I started my blog, it's like hilarious for me to look back on, but I could not pick a topic because I wanted it to be just everything I was interested in. And so I think my description was literally like, I blog about furniture flips, travel, yummy recipes, <laughs> fun stuff. Like it was just everything, healthy shopping, you know, it was just everything, anything and everything. And it was definitely not, um, <laughs> you know, niche down. Um, and I think, you know, at the beginning, the way that you view your audience, like, you know, Peter was talking about, like, you just think you'll show up to an an anonymous audience. Um, But maybe you just think if I make it broad enough, I could attract so many people. And, you know, what's not to love because I have something for everyone. But um, I've just found that doesn't really, (laughs) that doesn't really work. If you put your, um, well, I mean, it doesn't really work because you it's exhausting to try to please everybody. Um, totally. And yeah, like trying to give everybody something and then not everybody's happy with you because if you divert from the one thing that they showed up for, um, you know, if they showed up for your recipes and then you start talking about travel, they're going to unsubscribe <laughs> so fast from you because they want just the one thing. So I feel like Um, in order to get your ideal client or in order to get your ideal, I don't know, follower or whatever, um, you really have to put it out there who you're looking for. And the people who align with that will know that your services or your products or your brand is for them. And, uh, the other people, it's not like they'll be like disgusted by it or like stay away from you, but, um, I think they'll be like, oh, respect. Like, that's crazy that there are that many people that are into that. That's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that happens all the time. Yeah. And I they'll mean, be like, oh, maybe I should get into it. You yeah. know, but at the same time, like, they just realize, I don't know, like, they won't even notice, I think. You know what I mean? It's not like 
they'll be like, ugh, like, I can't believe so many people, you know, like, they might not, they just might not notice for a while because you're actually attracting, uh, attracting your niche. They're searching for completely different things. Um, so, you know, when they're searching for high intensity workout videos, they're not going to find you anyway. And so they're not going to be disappointed with the content that you're putting out there. Um, because you're just, you're showing up to serve the people who really need your specific work. So I guess, you know, Peter said, don't, don't try to show up to an anonymous group. And I, I would say, don't try to show up for everyone because I think that's, it's kind of similar. Yeah. Cause when you show up to an anonymous group or you're trying to please everyone, um, you can't really track that and you don't know what's working or what's not working. Yeah. And this is the time you need to be really flexible and learn and be ready to skill up because yeah. you really are just getting started. I would say the last mistake for now um, is thinking that it's all about the launch and, yeah. and not um, moving, not leaning into that work. Mm-hmm after the launch i mean the launch is should really be the pre-launch and then you're going to keep tinkering and developing and improving it and that's kind of where i'm at now i'm having Mm -hmm. a blast just learning and leveling up this Mm -hmm. course pioneer the year and i made a commitment it's like it's this is going to take a few months and then after that it's going to take a few years but it's worth it this is a project I'm working on it and it's working on me mm-hmm. and it's making me, you know, better at serving other people. Yeah, that's really good. I guess I have one more thing to contribute to one more mistake. Um, and I think that this sounds like <laughs> this sounds crazy, but um, for some of you, it's going to be the mistake of not having something to sell yes. because sometimes you just have an idea yeah. and you think, I'm going to create a community or I'm going to create um, a podcast or I'm going to create a, I don't know, fill in the blank. And as opposed to the people who are like, I'm, you know, I'm going to sell sweaters. (laughs) Um, So not showing up with like this, this journey that people can go on with the end result of you actually getting money for it. (laughs) You know, whether it's a service, whether it's something to buy, whether it's a subscription, um, you have to think about like what are the different options for people to buy in to literally buy into your idea, or your your project. So um, I would say like, so, like one of the first things that you need to do is get something to sell to people yeah. because if they're really excited about it, then at minimum they'll want like a coffee cup or like a hat <laughs> with your title on it. And at best, they're going to want to hire you for your services or they're going to want to subscribe to your thing or, you know, buy your course or, um, you know, buy your, your stuff, your product. So, uh, you gotta, you gotta let people have something to, uh, sink their teeth into right away or some kind of journey that you expect them to go on. Um, especially if you have kind of more of an intangible thing, if you're using other platforms to begin with or to launch your thing, maybe it's YouTube or maybe it's Instagram or maybe it's a podcast. Um, if you're kind of going in the digital sphere, then you have to like rein those people in because so many people can be freeloading, quote unquote, you know, off of your stuff. 
And an Instagram follower is not like, that's not like a great metric for you because you, you still don't have complete, you know, control over your platform. So um, having somewhere that they can go, like an email list or your website or, um, you know, being able to track the people that you have sold to, even if it's just a $5 thing, um, that's, I feel like that's super important to have um, in the beginning. I totally agree. They've got to have some kind of, some kind of journey, you know, and it's a great way to uh, test the market, I guess, you know, if you're, if you are just really excited about this one thing, you just want to show up all the time and like, just talk about it or, you know, give free content to people, you know, whether it's pictures or funny videos or, you know, just whatever it is that you do. And you're just really excited about that. And you're kind of content with it. Um, but, and you're like, you know, one day when I have X amount of time, I really want to do this. Um, I don't know, like I want to put more and more effort into this and really sell this course on this, but it's not ready yet. So in the meantime, I'll just keep making free videos. Like, take some time and put together a $5 PDF or something because you've got to train your audience to not just expect free things from you all the time. Yeah. And you don't have to announce it every single time you're yeah. in front of that online audience. I mean, put it in a link, put it in your bio, um, put it, just park it somewhere in your, mm-hmm. in your digital presence and, or your digital profile and uh, and see what happens, you know, because people are reading, they're they're following, they're interested, and you want to be able to offer them that next step, so that way they can go on the journey with you. Yeah, that's so good. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed uh, today's episode about um, the mistakes that people take when they're uh, not taking themselves seriously as an entrepreneur. Um, I hope that these things. Uh, maybe resonated with you or there's some takeaways that you can start to implement right away. Um, But we would love to hear from you if you enjoyed this episode. Uh, Definitely share it with a friend and let us know. Give us a review. You know, whatever, whatever you feel led to do. (laughs) And remember, you've got so many valuable ideas that the world needs to experience. And so take the pressure off and get going. Just get started with it and see what happens. Yes, absolutely. All right, Pioneers, that's all we have for you today. We hope you enjoyed today's conversation and we will be back next month with a brand new topic. Make sure that you're following us at pioneerpeople.tv on Instagram and be a part of our exclusive email community. We'll email you content and you can sign up for that over at pioneerpeople.tv. We'll see you next time.